0: Welcome to Love and the Bug. I'm Rhiann And I'm Sammy, And we've been friends for over 20 years. When COVID-19 pandemic began, we decided to get our heads together and find out from friends how they were really coping in this awful pandemic.
2: We were especially interested in how it was affecting their relationship. So we thought we'd get a few of them together and interview them. They're all of similar age but all with very different stories and experiences.
0: We hope you enjoy it. In this episode, we talk to Adele Kavanagh. In her previous life, she worked in television, now a restaurant owner and full-time mum. She explains how falling in love on holiday has meant dividing her time between her native island and Cuba. Here she is.
1: So my name's Adele Kavanagh, and I'm in Leash, Ireland at the moment. And I just turned 40.
0: Right. I'm fine
1: about it. I'm absolutely fine about it.
0: And Adele, when did you turn 40? Uh, I turned 40 in February, on the 20th of February. And uh, I
1: was in Cuba at the time with my husband and my uh, little girl Marley. And uh, we spent the day on the beach and we had a cake uh that said uh, 25 because that was the only they were the only candles i could find <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah and uh it was lovely it was really uh low key and yeah just
2: that must nice. feel like a lifetime ago now with everything that's happened so do you actually oh, live yeah. in Cuba
1: yeah so it, feel, it feels like about 100 years ago so i um I kind of live between Ireland and Cuba, so I moved to Cuba about five years ago and uh, my husband and his family have a restaurant there. They live in this really nice uh, big colonial house and uh, they decided one day to just uh, use the space uh, to its full potential and uh, yeah start a restaurant and things were beginning to change. Obama had come into power. He had changed loads of rules to make it easier for Americans to travel. And yeah, it was the it, new horizons were, 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 were opening. So um it we were we were kinda at that stage. We were like 35. We were like, are we gonna do this for the rest of our lives or are we going to try and do something else? So the opportunity was there, so we took it. So we headed off to Cuba and uh Opened the restaurant and uh, started very well. It was going very well. And uh, yeah, everything was going great up until... um, I mean, there's so many obstacles in Cuba. So many obstacles. Everything is scarce. Um, It's really hard to find produce. It's an all-day, every day uh, scavenging for things. And when Trump came into power, it was even harder because he put... In place more sanctions and it was even more difficult to get things but everybody you know cubans are resilient they have been for 60 years so yeah. they uh, they just take it as it comes and bat it back um never in our wildest dreams did we think that a virus would uh take over the world and stop everything literally stop everything um, so uh, before the virus had, had really hit, my mum came for a two week holiday and um, I was uh, 12 weeks pregnant with my second baby. So um, it was, I said, I'll come back to Ireland with you and, um, you know, cause I'll have the baby here like I did the last time and uh, literally a week later, all the schools were closed. All the parks were closed, everything was closed and uh, I've just kind of been here since. Uh, and I get up in the morning, I'm like, oh, oh no, still there.
2: Yeah. So how long were you supposed to be in Ireland before going back?
1: Uh, probably about, I was supposed to go back next Wednesday, so May 6th. I came here on February 25th, so I thought I would have about eight weeks in Ireland, a couple of months, um, get everything done. And then I had arranged uh, that it was no problem to go back for another couple of months to Cuba, get a bit of vitamin D, come back here, have the baby. Um, Yeah, so now I don't think I'm gonna go back at all. Right. Um, Yeah.
2: So have they completely stopped flights back or are you able to get back if you needed to?
1: No, I can't, no I can't. So, So Cuba has shut down. Um you can't go in and you can't go out. Um Adele, where's yeah. Manny? Manny is in the house in Cuba. Um and he's well, he's he's doing all the work we've been putting off for five years. So <laughs> all those things that you could already do when there's no one in the house he is doing. So he spent I mean he's spent the guts of a month, five weeks working on the house, just ripping it apart, painting. Um, yeah, just uh, refurbishing, re uh, reinstalling, wiring, uh, everything. So he's nearly finished now. He'll have about a week more to do. And uh, yeah, then he's just like, when can I go? Because obviously he misses us and uh, he wants to be here as well. And the plan was that he would come here for about three weeks um, for a visit. And then we'd all go back together. But um, it doesn't look like that's going to happen for a while. And it's one of those things where you have to just, you know, we speak every day and it's like, hmm, have you heard anything? No, I haven't heard anything. Have you heard anything? Is yeah. anything opened up that end? Oh. No, has anything opened up that end? No. And it's before any uh, decisions can really be made, you have to know something. And we just know nothing because it
2: just feels like everything's in limbo and we can't plan. We can't arrange anything. It's just, we're just literally waiting.
1: Well, yeah, as they say, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one
2: (laughs) and everybody
1: keeps coming up with them. And actually nobody knows anything. So you have to just let nature take its course and see what happens. And, you know, probably another month or six weeks that we could actually go mm. okay well i mean you know we could get into what's going to happen and uh, our hypothesis but uh, mm. let's not
2: yeah so, it's pointless isn't
0: it Adele, you're it's pregnant. absolutely
2: pointless you're I pregnant
0: am. and your husband's in cuba and you're yeah. living at your mum's in ireland with yeah. your daughter how old is yeah. mommy Marley will be two in June. Wow. Um so, yeah. That's not your everyday great. situation, is it? Not really. It's not.
1: Not common. Not common. But it was it was just it was just how it happened. I guess if I hadn't been twelve weeks pregnant when my mum arrived, I'd I'd just still be in Cuba now. Mm-hmm. But um the pregnancy through another uh yeah. Another, uh, you know, something else in the equation. So, I mean, in a way, I'm it, it's better to be here at the moment than yeah. there because I mean, I have my checkups and everything. Um, my mum is great with Marley, loves having her here. Uh, so it, it there are worse situations, you know. Yeah, I've I been see. in situations.
0: I suspect if you were in Cuba you'd be you'd probably be worried about your mum. You know, you'd be thinking, I want to be there with mum in case, you know
1: Yeah, well she lives on her own, but my yeah. my sister lives up the road. But if you if you're doing it properly, then you have no contact with those people. You only have contact with the unit that where you live. So um yeah, I just arrived a week beforehand and yeah we're just we're just kind of in it together now until uh until they lift restrictions which they're probably going to do in a couple of weeks time but um it's it probably sounds worse than it is or maybe
0: later i'll think about it and go fuck that was awful yeah Um, yeah i think sometimes um, and i think we, we all have we all do this in sort of crisis situations we we don't realize how bad things are for us. We're so not, not bad, but we're in situations that we haven't been in before and we're using all of our resources mentally to get through it. And then when you yeah. come through it, you go, holy shit, that that was really yeah. tough. But you protect yourself. You, you have this mm. weird innate ability to be able to kind of shield yourself from the real demons, I suppose. Yeah, it's self-preservation.
2: It's yeah. totally
0: a
1: self-preservation yeah. just to... Um, you take one day at a time and you don't think about anything too much because you have absolutely no answers to anything except maybe what's for lunch or dinner. And, um, yeah, you just, I mean, I, I, I find myself, sometimes you can stop yourself from thinking about it. Sometimes you just can't help yourself think about it. For example, at two o'clock in the morning, when you can't get back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <absolutely. laughs> yeah. that's a classic oh my god everything's falling apart yeah (laughs) you know what I mean but uh but then you wake up in the morning and it's all it's it's all grand you just you just get on with it It's, it's fine
2: so Adele tell us about Manny how did you meet how did it all begin uh it all began I went
1: 10 years ago on my holidays uh with a friend of mine to Cuba and uh I had wanted to go to Cuba for years I had huge romantic notions about it and uh, I got there and I I was in Havana. I think it was for the, uh, it was New Year's. We were there for New Year's and then we decided, right, Cuba's not great for traveling as in the buses are rickety and the roads are bad. So just pick one more place. We'll go there and we'll stay there for the rest of the holiday. So we decided to go to Trinidad. And um, there's this beautiful place called uh, the Casa de la Musica, the music house, where you go and you sit and you listen to like music all day and you have a beer and it was lovely. And um, Manny was sitting in front of us on the steps and he turned around and he goes, where are you from, blah, blah, blah. And we were like, uh, who's this Dutch guy? Because he had a Dutch accent when he spoke English. And he was like, oh, no, I, well, we told him that we were Irish and blah, blah, blah. And that he was, he was actually Cuban and he was there visiting his family uh, for the Christmas and New Year's holidays. And uh, we uh, went off and had dinner and he said, oh, come back. I'll I'll get us a table and come back and we'll spend the evening together. So we went and had dinner and I ate that dinner very fast and came back (laughs) and uh, that was it. Then we just hung out with him for uh, the rest of the
2: holiday. And yeah, it was fab. That was it. Oh, that's so romantic. It's like a fairy tale.
1: And then he went uh, back to Holland where he was living. And I went back to London where I was living. And then we were over and back for like a year. And then actually, when I think back, that was, you know, when a relationship is at that very beginning or everything mm. so romantic and intense and just like it, it all aches mm. that was probably worse than you know because you you're, you get into a relationship then and then it's solid and you know there's uh, there's so much more involved but that you know that initial kind of uh just yeah. intensity to a relationship
2: yeah, you just and, want to be the, inside the, the, them constantly. You can't get close enough.
1: Them. You you want to be yeah. with them twenty four seven, and yeah. and just those those departures and distances are so much worse because mm. they're so uh, there's so much left unanswered because you don't know each other well enough. Yeah. Whereas then ten years later you can kind of cope better with these things because you've been through them before and you know each other better and and you hate yeah. them.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it. It's quite nice to have a break.
1: You can't fucking
2: stand them. Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing. Time, time is just so so kind to us, like,
1: yeah. yeah. No, it's funny. It is funny though. I just I remember those those days being awful. Just awful. But it's the again not knowing because you're not in a proper relationship yet. It's just it's a bit of
2: crack, you know? Yeah. So how's your relationship going with your mum, spending so much time with her? Is, that, is it strained? Oh, is it good? No. Oh, lovely.
1: Oh, no. no. She's amazing. Oh. She really is amazing. Um, uh, you know, our days aren't hectic or anything. But, I mean, I usually have the whole morning to myself. I have breakfast. Then I come upstairs. I do a bit of emailing, whatever. I have the chats. Then I go for a walk because the weather weather is amazing at the moment. And she's, you know, she's out in the garden. She's pottering around. Marley's there doing her thing with her. They just, I think she's enjoying the bonding experience and I'm really enjoying it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It works for everyone.
1: You guys go and bond. Everybody's happy.
2: (laughs) And I'll just crack open this bottle of wine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish. I
0: wish. Yeah, well... (laughs) See, that's the other thing, um, being No pregnant. alcohol. No, no alcohol. Being pregnant no. in lockdown.
1: Uh. Doesn't mean I don't
0: think about it. No, well,
1: um, I'm actually really happy I'm not drinking because I know at about two o'clock every day, I'd be like, what am mind now? Will we have a glass at our lunch? Yeah. Yeah, we will go on. <laughs> and then, you know, and that, that makes you, I don't know, with my current situation, I don't, I don't think that would be particularly healthy because it mm. would send me to a deep funk. So I'm probably better off uh, with chocolate. It's
2: the great tea, alternative.
0: Tea and chocolate, <laughs> yeah. I'd say, I'd say Manny would probably be tucking into the beers in Cuba, no? Uh,
1: he's not really Samantha. Um, he's just kind of, he's yeah, not, not really. very good at being alone. Oh. He loves having people around him. He loves um, he loves socializing. And I mean, we live in a restaurant. So there's we're constantly, constantly surrounded by people. And he loves that. He thrives on it. I mean, he'll have days where he goes, we'll just spend the day together and we'll go to the beach. And you won't be on the beach five minutes, but he'll have called 10 mates and they'll be there on the beach uh, with you. <laughs> you know and it's like okay this is this is how he is he just is like that and it's the same with work he always needs a project he just needs to be occupied all the time
2: right so
0: with cuba are they actually isolating themselves are they in isolation all of them or have they had any cases in cuba because i haven't heard of anything
1: they have had cases in cuba they have um but not as many as say in, in Europe, um, they've had approximately, I think they're edging towards a thousand cases. And they've only got like, I mean, only got their lives, but they've only got about a hundred deaths or something like that. I mean, it's low and I don't know if that's attributed to testing, lack of testing or, uh, weather or that everybody is quite isolated anyway outside of Havana I really don't know I don't understand what's happening in the world that some countries are hit more than others Mm -hmm. Um, but Cuba is very good in a crisis at making arrangements to lock things down get things organized and be very strict about what they're doing which is exactly what you need in a situation like this Um, so, you know, and every country has different rules. Like in Ireland, you can't go more than two kilometers from your house. In Cuba, you can't go outside without a mask on, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. They've all got their, they've all got their rules in place, but they're, I mean, uh, they're coping very well, I think. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think generally in the UK, we've just had such contradictory information and, um, Guidelines that I, yeah. I think people are just confused and they don't know what to do for the best. So they're all, you know, they're out, they're in, they're they're meeting up with people as long as they're two meters apart. They're, you know, some people haven't left the house in in a month. Um, I yeah. just don't think there's any hard and fast rules, um, yeah. and it's confusing for people. And I think that's probably why we're in such a mess. I don't yeah. think the government have really dealt with it very well. Like you say, in Cuba. It's they used to they used to crisis and they're strict about it and people just adhere to that and they just play by the mm. rules and I think that makes a big difference.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's all about how a country um, decides to deal with it. I mean, mm. everywhere has. You know, I'm I'm dying to see what happens in Sweden. Um, just because they don't do anything. <laughs> they're just, my sister-in-law yeah. is Swedish. And she says that, you know, they, yeah, they're social isolating. As as a population, they're probably a little more um, disciplined than we are. Mm. and They will, you know, do the two meters thing, but they will also do it and get on with their lives. And they're still going for dinner. They're still sitting out in patios and having a wine um they're still out and about their shops are still open so i don't know Mm. i don't know
0: Mm. know. interesting
1: yeah but you just gotta be responsible for yourself and the people around you and do what you think is right i mean i think if the restrictions were all lifted tomorrow and everything opened i think i'd still be doing my shopping once a week and Mm. doing my best not to bring it into the house so my mother doesn't catch it
2: you know. yeah. And and you, you know, you're you're vulnerable, you're pregnant.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. I am vulnerable. I'd say I'd have more of a chance. Um, mm. I'd probably do better than she would. And um, mm. so I feel very conscious of that and responsible for that.
0: So that's I, a real dilemma, sure. isn't it? A, a real health mm-hmm. dilemma. Mm-hmm. You're pregnant, your mum's over 70. Yeah. You know, who in their wildest dreams would ever have thought that, we you'd be having a conversation and and saying oh no i'll go to the supermarket you know it's just
1: oh yeah i go to the supermarket she doesn't go anywhere she just goes for a walk every day um i go to the supermarket i bring it back i put it all on newspaper i take it out i get a j-cloth i stick a bit of bleach on it i wipe everything down i pick up the newspaper i put it in the bin i wash my hands that's it for a week like it's fucking bonkers yeah it's absolutely but bon- you do think like my husband manny loves these films these doomsday you know the world is ending films and i hate them i hate the sight of <laughs> them i'm like you know people in bunkers eating tins of beans and they haven't been out in 50 years and and here we do- are living it and here <laughs> i am living and breathing it
2: yeah. Oh. Well, how do you if, feel how do you feel about hospitals though Adele like, are you ha- are you needing to go with checkups uh, and things
1: No so far I haven't I have an obstetrician who has her own private uh, clinic so oh, she does a one in one out you kind of you ring when you arrive and they say uh, just when you see the lady in the striped top uh, walking out then you can come in you sanitize your hands and yeah it's fine. That's a one-on-one situation, but I will have to, tomorrow actually, I'm going for a, the 20-week scan. So I will have to go to the hospital. But apparently where I am, there are no, no one in the maternity unit has COVID-19 at the okay. moment. And that's separate from the main hospital where there would be cases. Um, so what can I do? I have to go, you know. Uh, so, all I can do is, um, you know, not go in until my appointment is ready and uh, just wash my hands and, you know. Yeah. Try, my... not,
2: try not to inject bleach or disinfectant. As oh,
1: no, I've been doing that. Trump. Didn't you hear oh. it work?
2: The leader I, of
0: the free I... women told us. <laughs> we're so lucky we're not under Trump. That's all it's I can just, say.
2: It's just outrageous. I, just just, can't, I can't cope.
1: But you know what, I'm okay. Obviously, my dream is that in November he will be voted out. Mm. But it seems to me that no matter what he says, yeah. Now this this one's pretty good though. Um, no matter what he says or does, they they still follow love him. They still love him, and it's just awful. And the other that his opposition, the guy running against him. I'm not sure like I keep wanting to email them or message them on Instagram and going, you need to up your game,
2: dude.
1: You need to to get out there and get your face out there. But then it's like, it's like what they're doing here. I mean, we're forming a new government at the moment and really all the opposition can do to make themselves heard is to contradict them. Um, So you just sound like a moany bastard and it's like, well, you're just moaning because you're not in power and um, you just want people to listen to you. But nobody actually wants to listen to you. We just want leaders and medical people. And we want to be, uh, yeah, we just want hard facts. We we just don't want to hear about anyone who's, you know, wishy-washy. And that's what Joe Biden is at the moment. God love him. I don't know how he's going to run a campaign in this. But he's our only hope. Yes, he really is. He's our only hope. I mean, if he gets elected, it will be such a wonderful thing for Cuba because he will be he will be more lenient and he will mm. lift restrictions. So we,
0: we really need him. Yeah. Fingers crossed, eh? Yeah. So how are you going to spend the day, Adele? Uh I'm
1: going to go for a walk now. And then I'm going to go and get the Sunday papers. Oh, and then I'm going to have lunch.
2: Then I might have a nap.
1: So all feeling very strenuous so far
2: <laughs> it sounds idyllic <laughs>
1: um and then uh, i'll probably watch a film later on with uh, marley or something like that hang out with her for a while oh, that's all that sounds
2: lovely
0: well thank you so much adele for being on our podcast and telling us your amazing story about cuba yeah. and ireland and lockdown life
2: stay well and Pleasure. strong yeah. yeah, and we hope it all works out really soon and you get back there and you get reunited with Manny and the pregnancy goes well and your mum's fine and everybody lives happily ever after. Oh yeah, Hopefully. it'll be
1: fine. I mean, if I don't go back there, he'll come here and uh, it's, uh, it's all doable. We just yes. need planes to be landing and taking off. That's all. Yes, Aww. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've loved every second of it, lady. <laughs>
2: Thank you it's much. It's been so lovely talking to you. You're so gorgeous. <laughs> right, have a great day. Enjoy your walk. Yeah, you too. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Check out the next episode for another one of our amazing mate stories. See you, See you next time. time.